that's one of the most important pieces of this is mm -hmm. if you can't stop or you can't speed up, you're being controlled by something. Mm -hmm. And so your ability to do the opposite of what you're doing and really find balance is your sovereignty as a human. Yeah. And if you're wound up feeling like you need to post all the time, you're being owned by an algorithm. If you're refusing to speed up to post all the time, you're being owned by an algorithm. Mm -hmm. it, it's just a different representation of it. And so it's really important in this to, to realize that this is so much more than health. This is so much more than mindset. This is so much more than excellence, than mastery. This is... Welcome to the Ignite You Podcast! Stories of transformation, initiation, depth, and duality. With a sprinkle of sass! <laughs> Cheers, Cheers brother. brother. Sipping on something different today. Too much cacao. So we got some tea. And it's actually really sweet. Wow. Raw honey. Raw honey. Licorice tea. Amazing. Because we had a lot of cacao. And what you need to do sometimes is bring in some balance with some tea. That's what today's episode is about. Balance with tea. <laughs> But yeah, we wanted to go into this topic of moving towards excellence with balance, because I think it's often lost when we're thinking about excellence. It either like comes from a shadow or comes from love. Mm -hmm. And so balancing that out, it's going to be really fun. We're going to go into this stoked for it and looking forward to kind of dropping into these little nuggets on uh, what, we, what we believe excellence looks like mm -hmm. and how to move forward with it with a balanced approach yeah, and systems on how to use them, but also ways to leverage what naturally occurs in the world around us. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were inspired to share this topic because it's almost like in, this, in the spiritual world, mm -hmm. there's a lot of polarity here where... You know, we can bring up the topic of the masculine and the feminine here where most people are either overdrawn in their masculine mm -hmm. or overdrawn in their feminine. Yes. And that means people are either more overdrawn in intense, hard output, more from a place of like fear, anxiety, pressure, you know, leading to burnout energy. Mm hmm or people tend to be more flowy, soft, mm. graceful. I just act on what the universe presents to me. Go with the flow, baby. Which is which is almost that like overly passive, mm. overly docile energy. You rarely find people that know how to dance in between each of those. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, even in like relationships, for instance, we would seek out that balance mm -hmm. in our partner yeah. as opposed to finding that within ourselves. So we yeah. wanted to, to drop into this because it's in that balanced approach that we believe you truly ignite the soul, you truly come alive, and you truly embody mm -hmm. Excellence. Yeah, it, it is mastery too, right? It's yes. like 
anybody at a high level of mastery in how we would define mastery does find that balance. It's not on one side or the other. A mastery has a necessity for polarity. So how would you define excellence? Excellence. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent, yes. How would you define excellence? I, hmm. That's honestly why I just mentioned mastery because it feels similar. Excellence does feel more masculine when I say it. But we're excellent. We are. We are. Everybody's excellent here. <laughs> but when I say Embody excellence. Balance. It feels, feminine masculine. It feels very masculine. <laughs> it does, right? We're so balanced. We're so balanced. But when I hear mastery, it feels more balanced. It actually does. It feels more. What if I say it like this? Are you going to master life? <laughs> yeah. It sounds balanced? Yeah. Okay. You got to bait in your mastery. Sounds like Batman said it. Okay. Bait in your mastery. Didn't get it? Okay. Master Patrick bait. Bateman. Okay, cool. Got it. You get it? Sweet. We all have, we have different jokes going. Hopefully you caught both of them at the same time. Okay. Right on. How I feel, we can call it excellence, we can call it mastery. It is the highest version of yourself embodied. Mm. I truly believe that. And I don't feel so my example, as a man, I need to be fully masculine to be my highest version of myself. Just because my- you're so manly. You're so <laughs> exactly. masculine. Exactly. <laughs> no. For me, it's like mastery and excellence comes from having the side of, of the softening. We talked about this before. Having this side of, of compassion and understanding while also having direction and devotion and discipline. And so whether it's in a specific field... Like if I wanted to work towards mastery and surfing, I feel it would take a balance in those areas. I'm not just fully going in hard every day. Like I'm also balancing my recovery. I'm also balancing on how I'm showing up if I miss a wave or if I catch a wave. We're going to talk about this, how I celebrate it, how these things happen. So mastery, excellence for me comes with polarity in oneself and comes with embodying the highest self which I don't feel is on one side or the other, Mm. but it's very different. I believe I am in my excellence and my mastery more masculine and then there is femininity. So my balance, it looks different for sure. Everybody's balance looks different for sure. Not because just because I'm a man, there's men that have more feminine properties than masculine, but my experience as a man, I will embody more masculine and then have feminine energies with me, in me to bring forward mastery. If that answers your question in a uh, vague enough way. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it really Perfect. does. Classic spiritual <laughs> way. Just beat around the bush. Don't say anything. I said it. You I did. even gave the surface. No, example. you did. It was it was clear. It was concise. Cool. It was beautiful. What about you? Do you like do you align with that? Do you feel like your definition is different? It. You really hate it. Yeah, I wish you didn't it say it. It sounds like you're speaking from like a lack of mastery in communication or something. No, just something. just such a high something. level. Such a high <laughs> level of mastery. That the the lesser mastered people just the won't lesser. get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Somebody so you're still mastered. mastered. You're still mastered, but just not as mastered as I am. Okay. Yeah, Sounds yeah. like excellent speaking, not mastering. Excellence. Okay. I'm dude. so excellent. Okay, dude. Okay, dude. All right, back to the question. Do you align you with sip this tea? It's delicious. My definition. There you go. You need some balance. With my definition, is, is that how you would similarly speak to it? Would you speak to it in a completely different way? Like, how do you think about mastery and excellence for you? When I think about mastery, 
what comes to mind is sustainability. Mm. So when I think about being a master of something, it's it's being able to do it for a very long time. How long? At a high level of output forever. Okay. Multiple lives. Yeah, like you're not going to get burnt out at it. Exactly. And you're so, not going to get fed up. You're not going to get exa- bored Exactly. And I think that a lot of people perceive mastery or excellence as this like really heightened, intense version of themselves mm. at the highest level of performance. Yeah. But if you look at athletes, for instance, professional athletes, they don't maintain that level of performance. They can't. And so did they perform at a high level of excellence? Most definitely. Yes. Did they master it? I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can actually have such high levels of output in my definition of mastery, yeah. you can master it's a not skill. They're going to play for a couple seasons. Yes. They're going to play for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Does that create mastery? For sure, true and, mastery. And so, for me, I think about like the sensei comes to mind. You know, mm-hmm. like the black belt sensei comes to mind that is seventy years old and can still do the splits and throw a roundhouse, but mm-hmm. doesn't need to put on a performance to really truly show how powerful he is he just knows yeah. it yeah right and and so for me my definition of mastery is is to be able to sustain because if even from a business perspective if you create a 100 million dollar business and that business kills you in my perspective that's not mastery that's 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 an unbalanced approach yeah so Okay. I think there's a difference. And in unpacking this, I've kind of come up with a bit of a difference here where I think we have to delineate between the mastery of a skill, mm. i.e. becoming the master of you know surfing, mm. of basketball, of hockey, of business, mm-hmm. versus like the mastery of life. Of your internal system. Yeah, your internal, your, your, your life mastery. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important because yeah. we're talking about life mastery. Mm-hmm not necessarily mastering one skill because I do feel, and we'll talk about this most likely in our next episode, is that I do feel that to achieve certain levels of mastery in a particular modality, it does sometimes require an unbalanced approach. And a sacrifice. And a sacrifice. Which could serve in the long run, but that's of a skill. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that's true. But I will, I will go on to say that in mastering life, I feel like you do have to sometimes get out of balance mm-hmm. to master, but it's how you correct after to reinforce sustainability. Yeah. If you're a professional skier and you blow your knees out in six years of a career and you can't ski for the rest of your life, yeah, you mastered skiing, but you didn't master life in that sense Mm -hmm. because you can't ski with your kids anymore Mm -hmm. so it's time to rebalance and your knees being blown out was something that's going to push you to now find softness to find chill to find this balance that we speak of so it's yeah and we all have a version of blowing our knees out too right it's like burnout in business feeling like we're we're too masculine how we're showing up in our relationships feeling like 
we're too feminine in how we're showing up in conflict, so we're bypassing difficult discussions, or we, you know, see so out the negative too much and actually don't sit in, you know, the beauty of life. There's so many different ways of looking at, oh, yeah, we're way too hard here, we're way too rigid here, or we're way too fluid here and like bypassing all of this. Um, so it, what you're saying is true. And we were talking about this just before recording. The posture example, I think, is a good one. Yeah. It's like somebody, in the, somebody is me. I had really shitty posture when I was in high school. I hit my growth spurt. I grew six inches in one summer. Wow. That's what fucked up my baseball career. I was playing. I grew six inches. Couldn't run anymore. Wow. I was just a goofy person. And literally, I couldn't hit a baseball, couldn't run my senior year of baseball. I couldn't play. So I never went to college because of that. Like, that's why, right? But yeah, I was that's, that's why. That's, I mean, it wasn't my grades. No, so you saved actually, a lot more money than we did is what you're saying. Exactly. No, I was supposed to get a scholarship. Like, that was my vision. It was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll go with baseball and go. But couldn't happen. Growth spurt six inches. And that being said, my posture was really horrible because I was, you know, arching over to accommodate people around me in a sense. And because they didn't know how to hold myself. I was like, I don't know. And I remember, you know, I had a coach at the time that supported me in weightlifting. And he was just like, you have to overcompensate the reverse of mm -hmm. what you're doing to come back to neutrality. Mm -hmm. I was arching forward. You have to overcompensate regularly. You're not going to mm -hmm. walk around like this, but regularly overcompensate regularly. Mm -hmm. And you'll find yourself come to neutrality and come to the posture you desire, which is that balanced place, which is where the spine is actually going to be healthy over time. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be healthy here back. It wouldn't be healthy here forward. But in neutrality, I can find a healthy spine. Mm -hmm. And so that is in all these examples as well. And that's how you move throughout life. So you can take the, the spinal example too. But I wanted to go back to something you were saying as well, which is, you know, showing up in your life for what's happening, like mastering life. And I love this word. This is a word I used to live on and used to bring in with my clients a lot. It's arete. Have you heard of this word? No. So arete is, it's from... I don't even know the roots of it, but it's Greek. And so they used to talk about arete and stoicism. And so they would speak about it saying, arete is the best version of yourself moment to moment. That word brought me to everything that I was doing when I was in my transitional period, when I moved to Bali, when I was in mm. that world, it was just arete every day. That was my mantra. Arete, arete every, day. every day. Seriously, that. because arete is just the best version of yourself moment to moment. And that looks completely different every moment. Yeah. Like, so when I reference highest self, it's not like I got to strive to be the best. Like, look at that future thing. It's like, no, moment to moment, moment to moment. Oh, I'm feeling tired. The best version of myself takes a nap right now. Mm. Oh, I'm feeling like excited. Best version of myself wants to create something right now instead of going mm -hmm. to the phone and distracting. It's like best version moment to moment. Mm -hmm. Being inside of Arate was something that drove me to a place of, I would say, towards life mastery. Because it's just looking at every single moment, next moment. It's that presence, right? It, yeah. It's truly being in that presence. Yeah, I, I love that so much. And, and, and that's, such a, that's such a powerful piece of the puzzle because you're going to really sit with whatever's present and do your best with it. You know, yeah. if you're feeling like shit, you're gonna really try and harness your highest self in feeling like shit. Yeah. If you're feeling excited, you're really going to harness your highest self for feeling that excitement. Mm. And it, it kind of drops this perspective of, of 
of needing to be someone to get somewhere, you yeah. know? And I, I think a lot of people on the path of transformation, you know, you, you, you go to a workshop, you get a clear vision of what your highest self looks like, mm-hmm. and then you create a belief in behind the scenes that that's the only potential outcome. And whenever you don't get closer to that, you almost create more trauma, more pain, more challenges for yourself. And it becomes actually quite the hindrance. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this arate, it's more of a, you create the vision, but you're happy with the outcome. Yep. You're still moving towards the vision, but it's like, how would that version of me act right now? Yeah, You know, how would this highest performing, beautiful, powerful human deal with this breakup, deal with this illness, deal with this injury, deal with what I'm being presented with so that you're not feeling like you're lesser than because of your present circumstance. Yeah. So we're often highlighting like the things we do really well and the things we're <laughs> like aligned with and good at naturally because we're obviously good at a lot of things. Everything. <laughs> what's Especially t- humility. <laughs> Especially. It's so humble. What's, what's the time in your life when you were doing the opposite of that? Like the opposite of RTA? And almost, you could call it a self-sabotage. That might be, you know, too intense Tony Robbins style. But really, like, was there a time, imagine there is, when Lots. you were actually, like, living as your lowest self? And, like, what did that create? Like, would love insight into into that. Yeah, I would, I would say the best kind of description of that, because I've, I've done it a lot, and, yeah. and you know, I still yeah do moments it. of course I have moments of it. It would be in fitness. Mm. It would be in my physical performance where it was never enough. Yeah, and no matter what I accomplished, like I remember, I remember the first time I hit a two hundred twenty-five pound snatch, and I did celebrate in that moment. I was so stoked that I hit it, but the moment that I realized that was done. It was like, okay, put more, more on the bar, mm-hmm. more on the bar. Yep. And then I always had this energy of like more weight, lower times, better body comp, more weight, lower times, Betty, better body comp. Like mm-hmm. that was my go-to and I could never do good enough. And I, I demolished myself every day and compromised on recovery so that I could get to levels that I felt would make me feel better about myself, which yeah. never came. Which is coming from that storyline of exactly. being worthy, being good enough. And from the external, you're probably getting validated because you're up totally. on those leaderboards yeah. in your gym at the highlights. Like you're there. People are like, oh, you're so healthy. You're always training. You're so big. Being affirmed in that behavior and celebrated too. When in actuality, it's just a shadow moving through you. Like, I'll never be good enough. I need to prove myself. And for sure, that's not excellence at all. No, it's not. But at the, people would have perceived yeah. that as excellence. They'd be like, and I, and I think that's a really beautiful, you know, way to bring this up. Uh, and, and, you know, this is kind of an evolution of the definition where it's almost like excellence and mastery isn't necessarily dictated on your external outcomes, but on your internal dialogues. Mm, ah. So if you have high levels of performance mm-hmm. and your internal dialogues are, are like calm, collected, they're grateful, they're 
humble. Shout out Akeem. Shout out Akeem, <laughs> right? Who like, actually beat you. Honestly, <laughs> that was the most amazing <laughs> display of this. Yeah. Where I, yeah, and I think I shared that on yeah. the podcast before where I got beat by one of my friends who wasn't on the regional team or who wasn't in this level. And just enjoying it. And he just had so much fun and it was in the fun and play that he, he demolished excellence. me. That is excellence, right? It's yeah. that level of, of, of just getting into that perfect flow from a place mm-hmm. of gratitude and, and abundance, not a place of fear and lack. Yeah, what a good piece to have on mastery and excellence. It has nothing to do with the external indicator. No, It's not making a million dollars makes you an excellent businessman. It's like, what are you doing with that? How are you feeling about that? How is your life now? Like, yeah. what is your experience like? Yeah. If you're just seeking the next million, needing it, fearing losing the money, oh no, that's not sustainable. No. That's not excellent. No. But if you're like, I love that this happened, now I get to donate to this charity, now I get to make this impact, now I get to give to this thing, now I love that I can now pass this on to my kids or whatever, using that energy, using that resource and moving it through you. Yeah. But feeling aligned along the way, that's excellent. Yeah. So that's less to do, yeah, with the external factor, marker that we put around the perceived excellence, the perceived like thing to move towards, whatever it may be. And actually it's about, yeah, the feeling through it, mm-hmm. which is the frequency, which yeah. is following the frequency. Always, always talk about this. Always following the frequency. Yeah, I agree with that big time. It's such a it's such an important aspect of the puzzle, and I I kind of feel like we can't get that internal dialogue to a healthy place unless this is gonna sound super cliche, but unless we we stop to smell the roses, yeah, like unless we pause. Mm-hmm for moments of gratitude, for moments of appreciation, for moments of yeah. acknowledgement, we'll always be on that hamster wheel. Yeah. And so I, you know, this kind of leads into that balanced approach where, you know, if I look at my fitness career, I was always charging. Mm-hmm. And when I recovered, it was like cuz I was toast. Like I was like, oh, I need you to, I need it. to recover. I'm, I'm, I can't move. Yeah. Out of detriment. Out of detriment, necessity. out of need, which, you know, is very interesting in a sense of, of like high levels of performance. We generally rest a fraction of how much we train. Yeah. But then you look at somebody like LeBron or like these high level athletes spend millions of dollars a year, probably recovering totally equal amounts. Cause they're like, oh, I know. To- right, exactly. You know to and they get it. That's you know, why. that's and, an excellent performer. And LeBron is a great example of that where, you know, to be able to keep that level of output that he has as an athlete, he has to be balanced. Yeah. Has to be. Not yeah. he has to have a certain pedigree and be a specimen of a human <laughs> and also has to have a wild degree of balance to maintain a career that long. Yeah. And his family life and everything else For seems sure. from our perspective at least from what we know pretty I know. Long. Him. I know him personally. He's my uncle. And so this there's also... Some, there's something <laughs> off there. Well, we, we're both at the same height. Yeah, it's true. Height. got yeah, the yeah. height from him. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Nothing else. No. But, <laughs> hey. uh, but it's amazing, too. I want to shout out the shadow here because how powerful it is. Because I know everyone listening is in one of the extreme or the other. And it's you know cool to be like, yeah, I'm just going to... I want to find balance. But leveraging 
where you are and it noticing it, it's actually a superpower. Mm-hmm. It's a superpower that you had that ability to see how deep and dark you can go into mm-hmm. that pattern to then come into balance. Yeah. And to then like me to have that shit posture to then adjust to come here. Yeah. That's the only way I could know what balanced posture looks like. Yeah. I needed to know the shit. I needed to know, you know, how bad of my pattern, like how much of that could surface for me to be in a place that's not serving me to know what self-service looks like, to know what showing up in my mastery mm-hmm. looks like, mm-hmm. like whether you're on the full masculine side to come into balance, to have that awareness is so powerful. Yeah. Like knowing the shadow, be like, instead of just avoiding the shadow and be like, I hate you. Yeah. Like you talk about a lot, integrating sure. the shadow. There's levels of that that are so helpful that you have that shadow of going and working hard, that ethic, that ability to go in and just go that show up that are so helpful. You didn't mm-hmm. just stop that. No. You integrated it yeah. into your life. Yeah. You didn't just be like, fuck that. I need balance. I'm going away from it. Yeah. Like, no, probably at a moment you did because you needed it. The pendulum, but, right? <laughs> yeah, you needed to swing. But you take aspects of that that are helpful. For sure. Superpowers. Wherever you're laying on the spectrum is a superpower to find balance totally. and leverage. Totally. And I love that. It's, it's, that's the alchemy right there. Yeah. That's, that's using your experience never judging it and ultimately getting so many benefits from it. So, so one interesting piece I want to bring up and and I'm going to call some people out here, but it's a lot of times we talk about like, go, 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 go hard, hard, hard. And we need to rest, right? That's what a lot of the conversation is. And then a lot of people that rest a lot are like, I already rest a lot. I'm okay. Yeah. That's out of balance too. Mm Mm-hmm. Being too much in your feminine, we'll say, or your passivity, your your calmness, your your slowness is a hindrance. Yeah. It really, really is. You naturally are going to have a tendency to be able to hear more, mm-hmm. to be able to, to download more. Your ability to then take action on those downloads is going to be very, very hindered. Yes. And so this does not just mean that if you're too overdrawn in your masculine, you need to rest more. This also means if you're too overdrawn in your feminine, Mm -hmm. you got to fucking turn it up a bit. And I see this a lot and it's almost like the people in the masculine, they hit burnout. Yeah. It's obvious. So it's obvious. It's kind of like, I'm fucked. I need this. Right. People can stay in their feminine much longer. They will usually, I think some things that I've noticed is you'll see an ability to, like create there's a threshold there's a ceiling like oh i can't bring in that much money or i can't do that thing yeah. or like there's a there's a ceiling there yeah. because it's like oh just it's settling yeah. right if you're fully in your feminine you're surrendered but in a way that's probably not fully serving your mastery mm-hmm. so being in surrendered is beautiful yeah but you're also settling if you're yes. not also bringing in the masculine qualities of direction and creation exactly exactly and that's that's that can be very confronting for people, and and it's you know it's it's a little more challenging sometimes to get the to get the train moving, yeah, than it is to derail the train because mm-hmm. the train's already going, hits the tracks, <laughs> crashes. You gotta chill, yeah. But sometimes you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta turn this up. I gotta start getting the gears going. And I think this is why in, in, in more of the conscious community, a lot of very flowy people just stay in their flow mm-hmm. because it's, you, you gotta, you gotta kind of harness some, some oomph. Mm-hmm. You gotta harness some fire and stoke it. 
and ignite it and come at it with an energy that that that's probably going to feel very uncomfortable at time at the time mm -hmm. like to get going can be very very tough for someone that's been slow for a very long time yeah there's a lot of negativity around doing yeah there's a lot of positivity around being yes and it's like stop doing start being that storyline comes because the amount of doers yes because so, yes dominant trait in the yeah, world dominance is, and submissive you're talking about yeah BDSM. yeah bdsm okay, cool. yeah you always take it there in the bdsm space the doers are the dominance but really the are submissives they? are probably the, the doers and the beers anyways because there's more doers in society then yeah be be more but if you're a beer do more. if you're a beer if you're a beer <laughs> if you're an alcoholic beverage do more and it's Bringing in both, and it's not avoiding the doing. The doing is creation. Mm -hmm. Nature does, you know, and nature is, but there is creation. There's energy going in. Yes. The roots have to grow. Like, there's power going into these things. And then, of course, you see the beautiful flowers. Mm -hmm. Only because that seed was like, blah, growing and bursting through well, the soil. You look at the center of the earth, what's happening there? It's spinning the opposite way. Well, that's a whole other podcast episode because none of us know what that means or what's going to happen. But if you know, you know. And if you didn't know, <laughs> now you do know. The core of the earth is spinning the opposite direction for okay. the first We're, time since we measured it. Well, we started true. measuring it two weeks ago, so this might actually happen every month. Every two weeks. <laughs> but... It's tumultuous. Yes. It's molten lava. Well, yeah. so we so we think. Could Some people anything. are gonna disagree with that, but there's molten lava, there's there's heat, there's fire, there's pressure that create our soils, that create yeah. the energy required. The sun isn't chill. No. The sun is a fiery ball of nuclear explosions. But we get the perfect balance of but it. It's and just it's perfect. So perfect. It's but beautiful. that's a great example, right? Where this flowiness of nature that appears to be very slow is surrounded by elements that are fiery as fuck. Intensity is very a intense. necessity. Intensity is you and your words, man. It's good. You got like every podcast episode, <laughs> you probably say five things that could be the title to courses or something. We should make just t-shirts every episode. Yeah, yeah. Intensity is necessity. Yeah, totally. One go. size of each. Crop top. Crop tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One size fits all. Crop true, tops. Though. It is. And, and so I think it's important. Like a lot of people are like, I'm like nature. And it's like, are you? Because nature has volcanoes. Yeah. You know, it's like there's it there's not just this element of like the trees and the leaves and stuff that we see just gracefully being in the wind. It's like there's there's lightning. There's powerful yeah. waves. There's all of these intense aspects of nature. If you but, climb a yeah. mountain, you feel that wind. Yeah. But everything takes intensity. Birth. For sure. Any birth is intense. There's no chill. Some women, some women are going to challenge you. Well, some, I feel, Some people are going to hit okay, you with that one. Experientially, maybe. The actuality of creation, I would say, is not chill. It's I not agree. passive. No, it's not. It takes intention. It yes. takes energy. It takes focus. Yeah. Like, you to birth a baby like that's a that's a focus thing for sure that's passively like okay there's women that have not known they're pregnant and yeah went to poop and a baby popped out that's happened <laughs> that's real is that really does that really happen i don't know i don't i've experienced I, i've it, heard of heard that, that too I but know. i don't actually that would be so wild i never saw a photo those are the exceptions <laughs> but the internal mechanism in the body is working yes there's intensity yes whether or not like maybe their birth is a water birth and beautiful and they just felt love 
but I bet they, a bead of sweat came down. There, you know, there's some intensity. At least one bead. At least of sweat. one bead. There's intensity involved yes, with any yes, birth. Yes, I just had to say that because just to back up the women out here that are no, 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 to protect you. Thank you. You know, I always got your back. <laughs> um, but no, I, I also know of a. There, there's a woman that used to be closely in our community who taught women to make births orgasmic. That's on, hot. On that, it's really hot, right? Yeah, but orgasms are intense. Is intense, exactly. So that's yeah, intense, intense, like camping. Yeah, yeah. All right, sick. We that has no relation to what we're talking about, but it's intense. It is intense. Okay, good. So, <laughs> what are we saying here? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. No, but I, since we're talking about nature, we're talking about the intensity. That's but this is good because this is what we were talking about before that I wanted to bring in is natural cycles yes following the flow following the flow and creating within the flow that's occurring yes so one thing is yes follow the flow of life beautiful just be in the flow of life that's people. one <laughs> just just release and relax into the flowy waterness of life and chill more if a waterfall is coming you got to send it over that waterfall but no following the flow of life and noticing it but recognizing the seasons that are occurring. Mm. And so we're talking about the feminine a lot here. We're going to leverage a feminine tool that occurs monthly for most women, which is the for most. Moon. Yeah. I mean, some That's women don't true. get their oh, periods. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But That's yeah, true. come on. Come on. And so the moon cycles. So women getting their periods. What's often talked about in this space is seasons. So if you don't know. Now you know. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Now you know. But seasons happen every month for a woman, for most women. They go through the seasons that happen in the year in most places. Costa Rica, there's two. There's rainy and dry. Different. In most places, there are seasons. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. You're going to get seasons that happen throughout the year. In that space of the natural movement through the seasons, you can do a few things. You can just go through the seasons. Do nothing different and just force your way through it. Which is what most people do. Which is most people do. Yeah. Especially like in the training space, no yeah. matter your gender, like I'm going to train the same way every day. Yeah. For women, that's probably not the most supportive. Usually isn't. But recognizing the seasons that are occurring for men and women, but thinking about women right now, the seasons that are occurring, you're in spring. You could look at that, and I know many women that do this, that leverage that spring energy. You're literally springing. Like yeah, you're leveraging yeah. that to communication. You're leveraging that for energy, outward expressions, for content creation. You're like outwardly expressing. Yeah. Then it goes into summer, which is similar. It's still a lot of creation, still a lot of fiery energy, still warm. But then you get into fall, you start slowing down into your creation. You start coming inward. Mm -hmm. And then by the time it's winter, you're basically in full hibernation. If you're doing this right and you're listening to your body and you're in that moon, you're in full hibernation. You're giving yourself space. You're resting. You're listening. You're softening. Mm -hmm. Those seasons happen every month for women. For men, it's different. We're in a 24-hour cycle. But the seasons are and possibly can be one of the best ways to move throughout life because it happens regularly. Mm -hmm. These seasons can happen for us on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, however you want to look at them. But these seasons are a beautiful way that nature presents to us, hey, Here's a way you can move through life mm. by listening to nature. For those of you that are like, I want to be like nature. 
So yeah, nature's not consistently the same. Nature's ever-changing, and yeah. seasons are a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And the female body, I think, is a great representation of creation and of a way to be if you listen to the natural essence of it. Even mm-hmm. if you want to be in your masculine to bring the feminine balance, the seasons are a beautiful way to approach that. For sure. Well, it's a perfect blend of 50-50 where the masculine energy is in spring and summer and and, and the feminine more inward energy is is in fall and winter. It's, yeah. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of men might be sitting there going, well, I, you know, I don't have a cycle like that. How do I mm-hmm. follow it? Because my energy is not representative of it. Mm-hmm. You build it in. Yeah. You give yourself times where you're pushing really hard and you're bringing things to life and then you take time to recoup. It's like training. Like you can't just constantly be on this high output. Your your performance is only as good as your recovery. So if you have two weeks out of a month where you're like doing presentations, you're building the business, you're focusing on getting your message out, you're serving, you're just acting and performing on a high level, awesome. And then build in a few months of calm, writing, Mm -hmm. poetry, art, getting into your creative state. Because when you do that, you're going to get extremely powerful insights that are going to make the next two weeks of fiery energy that much more potent yeah more directed more, more directed more, more aligned exactly. more inside of mastery bang exactly and as men we have 24 hour cycles technically so you could even think about on a daily basis are you tapping into a space of softness for yourself aka a daily morning evening practice that brings in softness with also bringing in intensity in your day so if you wanted to think about it in our 24-hour cycle, you could on a small scale, but then on a grander scale, that's how you should approach. Yeah. I know for myself, I definitely have a soft practice every day. And then when I you know, go to work and when I do things like this, it's usually more intense. Mm-hmm. And so because of that 24-hour cycle and reset, that is possible as well on a definitely. regular basis. Definitely. I, yeah, personally, I would say you need both. Yeah. You need the daily just because if you wake up and you go right to work and then yeah. you go to sleep and then you wake up and you do your You're thing. You're a robot? And- You're a masculine robot? Look at that. I'm a man bot. Um, you know fembots from Austin man Powers? Man. I'm a man bot. Nice. Anyways, it's important to have them every day. And, and you know, I, I, the, the one challenge that I have is, is a lot of men, they go, yeah, I meditate for 10 minutes in the morning and I'm good. It's like, no. <laughs> Take time. Be slow. And that's why I, and I'm starting to look at how I can build more of this into my life because don't get me wrong, I have not mastered this by any means. I definitely overdraw myself in masculine energy. Mm-hmm. But it's it's figuring out how you can build one week of the month into your life that you're slow, you're chill, yes. you're calm, you're, you're relaxed, winter. you're in winter. Give your winter week. Exactly. And so thinking about how you can do that is it's, it's a challenge because a lot of people think that it's going to hinder performance, mm-hmm. but it's not. You're going to get such potent, beautiful insights in those winter months that, or the winter week, mm-hmm. that catapult your fiery months, your yeah. fiery weeks. It's just like LeBron with recovery. Exactly. If he doesn't do that ice bath, he just keeps training. He doesn't spend the time, effort, and attention into recovery. It's not going to perform at that level. It's not consistent. It's not going to last. It's not sustainable masculine energy in itself is not sustainable it's mm-hmm. not it will burn itself out as we know and as we as we've experienced as anybody who's been in their masculine knows burnout happens so 
Question for you. Yes. What would be some traits on either side of that or, or actions, not traits, mm-hmm. let's change that. What, what do you think would be some actions? Just because I think about somebody listening to this and they might be like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how do I actually apply this? I can't stop my business for yeah. two weeks out of, the, out of the month. In your perspective, what would be some, some masculine actions versus feminine actions from a obviously energetic perspective? Yeah, it is. And you named this before. I feel I'll get into practical actions, but what I feel is most important is your internal mechanism and how it's moving. So I'll start with the kind of like unidentifiable, like specific, and then go into really specific. So let's start. Let's start. Let's just start super chill. And then we'll go into really direct, actionable, doesn't even really mean anything. Yeah. So that means everything. In reality, I think. It is that it's like feeling the fire in yourself mm. when you are needing to show up in the spaces of being more masculine, getting things done, you know, being online for meetings or creating a business plan for the month, for the year, whatever it is. Like for me, like when I start out months, usually if I'm doing this in a way of like on a monthly basis or around the moon, even sometimes I'll align with that, I start out you know, with alignment of directed action of planning, planning that time. And that's very masculine, Mm -hmm. but I'm making sure my body, my vessels in that energy of creation, and you Mm. can actually leverage the moon phases. So it's a bit woo woo here, but actually leveraging the phases of the moon, like a woman would in their cycle, Mm -hmm. but as a man as well, the natural energies of the world of the earth that take on, if you're, want to get tapped into that that's awesome we can have another episode on it but even that space we know we feel when a full moon's present when a new moon's present you can feel that in your vessel if you allow it so to move in those cycles are also beautiful but the intention first and foremost in the body feeling that you might technically have to do the same action for instance this is what i was thinking when you're asking the question we might have a podcast to do every week No matter what, we're doing at least a podcast every week. So, okay, the action is the same. We have to show up for a podcast, but how do I feel in that episode? Mm. Maybe I'm really direct that week and really like, I feel my fire in my body. You might listen to every episode and you're like, every week you're like this, but it's not true. Like some weeks I really feel the fire in my being and I'm like, I Mm. want to light these people up from like this space. Yeah. I can really feel my masculine in the space. And the weeks that I want to move slower, it might sound the same. It might feel like that. But for me, I'm in a really like peaceful, watery, like soothing place. Mm-hmm. And it moves through that. So when you say actions, it's tough to identify because some people might literally have to run a business as a CEO. It's like yeah. my actions look the same every week. Say, okay, but how do you feel when you're taking those Mm -hmm. actions? Mm -hmm. How are you showing up for yourself around those actions? I might have to come to the podcast, but how did I prep for the podcast? Did I do a bunch of push-ups and get super stoked and get, you know, feeling good in my body when I'm in my masculine? Yes. Did I take a nap? Did I move with ease and grace to get ready for the podcast? Yes. When I want to be more feminine? Yes. The action of the podcast might look the same. Mm -hmm. The preparation and the time around it looks very different. Beautiful. That's so a that's, code. That's what occurs first. When yeah. You think of that. I love that so much because we do have commitments that yeah. kind of look the same across the board. And, and I think that's really important. And I think that 
that brings us almost back into what you shared about the daily practices and, and, and how you're showing up in your practices, not necessarily how you're showing up in your business. I think mm-hmm. for some people, let's say like a content creator coach, maybe they'd be able to focus more on like content creation yeah, when they're in that. their like fiery energy and then, you know, content sharing and more calmness yeah. and, 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 and tranquility when they're in more of their, their, you know, fall winter months, but how you start the day is everything and how you finish the day is everything. And, and that's a really important one. Cause I find myself doing this very naturally. It's not like a two week here, two week there, but when I wake up in the morning, if I'm feeling softer mm-hmm. or more run down or more tired, I'm not firing up the music go into town and getting cranked to force myself to be in an energetic state. Mm -hmm. I'm dropping into a long meditation. I'm doing some pranayama. I'm doing Mm -hmm. some much more nourishing practices. But if I wake up and I'm feeling fiery and ready and excited for the day, it's like, I'll do some fiery breath work. Mm -hmm. I'll do some chanting. I'll run up the mountain. I'll go and surf. Like I'll do these things that get me into that state. And I think that a lot of times people try to force an energy yes, and don't listen to what their body's telling them. Yes. And Mm -hmm. this is interesting because that is true for you. That is true for me. That is true for a lot of people. But I think most people actually have been trained in a certain way. Totally. Their and they're overdrawn they're, in one of them. So they're so like, they have a dominant. No, I always wake up and feel like I'm yeah, ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. I always, sure. no, I always wake up and I feel like I need to move slow. But here's the, like, if you always need exactly. to do anything, you're overdrawn. Well, that's in that. where the system is helpful. <laughs> yeah. That's where yeah. the cycles are helpful. Like yeah. using this tool, this is when tools become helpful. If you don't have balance, like Cam's mentioning, if you can't wake up and just tune in and do that, Use the method. Yeah. Go through the cycles. Try the two weeks in two weeks. Move with the moons if you can. Yes. Move as these natural cycles are. If you can find balance like this, hell yeah. Maybe it'll take a few times going around that cycle. It's good to go into these cycles and use these methods. Because we've gone into times, I imagine you have as well. In my life, I needed to be like, nope, full structure of when I'm going to rest. Yeah. Full structure of when I'm going to work hard. Now I can kind of tune into it more. For sure. I can really be, you know, intuitive because we trained our intuition. Yes. We've talked about this before and it's true. It's like your intuition has been put on by so many layers of what you're supposed to be and do that you probably don't even know what the real true intuition is saying and Mm -hmm. feeling. So once we can kind of de-layer that through usually a system, usually some sort of, you know, and it's, I say system as the masculine side, but some sort of place to be held in to support you in coming to balance yeah. to then find that place of being able to tap the intuition on yeah. a regular basis. So I just give that copy. No, I, I, I love that. I think that's such a, that's such a good, a good piece of the puzzle to bring up because I think it's really important that people do realize that, yeah, if you are always feeling one way, that's not right. That's yeah. not how we work. Yeah. And, and our, our, our chemicals, our full body's expression will get stuck with the gas pedal on or the brake on. And if we're not careful, we'll just think that that's always how we're supposed to be. And then we got to, we got to balance it out to kind of, you know, kick the engine into gear in the other direction, which is really, really powerful and really important. And so I think that, you know, moving on from that, it's, you know, if you're somebody that does need to work on that, the most important thing is, is in your slower kind of times or in your 
more masculine times, really taking, taking the time to feel into your body. Mm -hmm. Like, what does it feel like? Because if I go into the most important part of my day, it's waking up and sitting on my meditation cushion and feeling my body. It's not, I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes. Let's wait for the timer to go off. It's I'm sitting there and I'm breathing and I'll breathe into my chest. I'll breathe into my solar plexus. I'll breathe down into my diaphragm. I'll move my neck. I'll move my shoulders. I'll open myself up and I'll, I'll be checking. It's not like a, it's not just a movement flow. It's an exploration. And if I'm like, oh, I'm sore. Oh, I actually like it. It takes more energy for me to move my shoulders this morning. Then I'm going, oh, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I need softness today. I need, I need to chill. Or if my, my lungs are tight, my diaphragm's tight. That means I'm stressed. That means I'm anxious. That means I need to calm. I don't need to go do hill sprints that day because yes, I might get a hit after of the dose, but Mm -hmm. that's not going to support me in the long run because the moment that ends, the cortisol is going to come back and we're going to be stuck in that same cycle. Yeah, so, which is why the tool of the five body check-in is so, so valuable because you even you just mentioned one, which is the physical body. But as we know, there's five bodies to work with. And that's why in the journal that we created, the Ignite Journal, that is a tool in there every mm-hmm. single day that we both use and we just go through, check it, check every it, day. check it. Where am I at in all five bodies? beautiful. This is the percentage of where I'm at today. And this will also dictate how I'm going to show up in this day. Mm -hmm. So tools like that are also helpful on a daily basis Mm -hmm. to just look at and check in with yourself and start cultivating the ability to tune into your intuition more and see what you need, see what's needed. Cause it is moment to moment. Mastery is is moment to moment. It's arate. It's this moment to moment ability to show up for what's needed Mm -hmm. and what your body is wanting what you're being asked of mm-hmm. and you go, go on a higher level, what you're being called to do. And so it's understanding that and moving with that. Yeah. One thing that just came through when, when you were, you were sharing that I download, I got, I got, I got a DL. Cool. Um, yes. Is that the challenge that comes up for a lot of people is it can be really hard to step back. Mm, yeah. It can be really hard to like to listen. Listen, it can be really hard to turn the dial down, Mm -hmm. especially in a world now where my goodness, it's, it's hard to even keep up with how fast things are moving. Yeah. It can be really hard to take a pause to chill at the same time. It's never been more important. Yeah. There's so much noise. There's so much chaos especially with the way that all the algorithms are working with social media, with the way that AI is moving, with the way that technology is moving, we're moving so fast. And a lot of times people are like, well, I can't stop. You're gonna fritz, Mm -hmm. you're gonna pop. Or people are like, I can't even get into it. You're gonna fall away, you're gonna get lost. So it's really important to realize that it might seem like you're taking a step backwards mm. and, and that's a part of it, especially in transformation. Like a lot of times when people start working with us or come into our containers, they're like, my life is getting way worse. Mm. And it's like, yes, cause you're, 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 you're pulling back on the reins on a machine 
that has been moving in one direction for so long, there's gonna be collateral damage. You're gonna spill some some treats off the table in that train. There's gonna be some some spilled milk. <laughs> Almond milk. Of course. You just you have to be willing to accept that. And and it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We don't always have to be progressing in one direction. We need those winters. We need everything to freeze over. We need we need everything to die, right? Yeah. To hibernate and then expand and yeah. con- and 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 come into a beautiful It's so true. Bloom. I mean, yeah, that this is what the world is pushing people into right now is just doing so much more and like if you don't you're left out if you're not up with the recent trend you're left out if you're not on instagram every day you're you're falling behind like that is so embedded into people now Mm -hmm. i even feel that sometimes like oh if i don't post this week or if i don't blah 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 like i feel like oh wait am i falling behind i noticed this come up with clients recently too like a lot of humans are having this story of feeling like if i take space for myself i'm falling behind Mm -hmm. people are going to forget about me i'm going to you know, not be able to accomplish the thing. It's like, no, that is the strength right now. The strength is being able to pause. The strength is being able to be softened at moments for these times. That's strength right now. Like it is flipped. It is so rare now that somebody has that ability. Like we're talking about the polarity. Some people are on the side of being really soft and continuously in that space. It's a bit more rare. Usually people are more in their masculine and more intense and burning out. That is because we've been trained to do that. And so it's so rare and it's such a strength for somebody to have the capacity to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna step back. I'll take time off mm-hmm. my tech. I'm just gonna take this time for me. Like I'm gonna tune into myself. What, do I, what am I really moving towards? Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny how we forget to do that. Like, wait, I've been doing stuff for years, but am I just doing stuff because do, that's what yeah. is happening. Yeah. Just to do it. Yeah. What am I moving towards? Yeah. Like, why am I creating content? Why am I here? What am I doing to make money? What am I doing with my money? Like, how am I moving? And that's a soft approach, but with a masculine energy of like, I'm stopping to pause and look forward mm-hmm. at what I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. like, wait, am I just moving because somebody's telling me to move? Mm-hmm. No, fuck that. Like, how do I want to move? Totally. And so, like, to pause and look at that, so often we get caught in these cycles mm-hmm. of what others are doing. It's like, yeah. hey, chill. What am I being asked to do? What, what would be really good for me right now? And as we're going to talk about this with Chase next week, it's like, what is good for me? Yeah. What is my frequency to follow? Yeah, yeah. What is it that I need to tune into that's actually going to serve me? my future family or current family, and it's gonna serve this larger picture. Yes. And it takes that softening and stopping to then come back, like you said, in that spring and spring, literally, mm-hmm. blast off. Stay lit. It's, <laughs> stay lit. <laughs> it's staying sovereign. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the most important pieces of this is mm-hmm. if you can't stop or you can't speed up, you're being controlled by something. Mm-hmm. And so your ability to do the opposite of what you're doing and really find balance is your sovereignty as a human. Yeah. And if you're wound up feeling like you need to post all the time, you're being owned by an algorithm. If you're refusing to speed up to post all the time, you're being owned by an algorithm. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a different representation of it. 
And so it's really important in this to, to realize that this is so much more than health. This is so much more than mindset. This is so much more than excellence, than mastery. This is sovereignty. Mm -hmm. This is your ability to take charge of your life, to take charge of your energy, to take charge of your mission, to take charge of how you show up and really prove to yourself that you have the ability to govern yourself, mm -hmm. not be governed, not be owned. And for someone like me who is so adamant about freedom and not letting other people infringe on that, my practices, my ability to dance between output and 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 lesser output and, and calm is is a, a statement to myself that I have the ability to to manage my own energy. I'm not being controlled. Yeah, and that is mastery mm -hmm. through that. So I'm a master. Right? I'm done. Well, you know, once you say that, you've lost mastery, right? So it's interesting <laughs> how that works. Yeah, yeah. But with all this, it's yeah, it's it's powerful to if you're listening, still, if you're still here. <laughs> powerful to tune into that, right? Because you can hear what we're saying and be like, oh, cool, love it. Like, code's awesome. Love what you're saying. Next podcast, next thing. <laughs> Throw on some music, go on Instagram. No. Like, take this as an invitation to tune in. What does Arte look like to you? What does being sovereign look like to you? What do, if you're out of balance, what does balance look like? If you implemented the seasons, how would that feel? What would that look like? Like we brought a bunch of ideas here. Take what you want, as always. Take what feels right. Take what feels aligned. Maybe if something feels like uncomfortable, check in with that because that probably is going to serve That's you the most. One. That's probably the nugget. It's not so, probably it is. Maybe. Maybe probably. Might be. <laughs> Might yes. be probably is. <laughs> probably is most like 100%. So take that nugget and use it. Take some space. These episodes are not just to listen. They're also for implementation. They're for action. They're for you to connect to and align with. This is for you to ignite yourself. This is not just, oh, listen to it, go to the next thing. So take this, write some stuff out that feels aligned with you from this episode. Even if it's just a mind map style, write some things. Oh, I'll, I'll take that, that felt really good. I didn't like that, that was uncomfortable, so let me check in with it. And then check in with yourself on these things. See how you could be embodied in a way <clears throat> that is from mastery. There's demons coming through. Yeah, yeah. That is. You know, being an arete every day, as I like to say. And so this sovereign way of being, like what could that look like for you? These are these are little nuggets, but ways you can actually implement into this into your life. You could start next week. You could start tomorrow with some of these things actually going and moving through your life. Beautiful. Perfect summary. Mastered that summary. It was a very balanced wow. summary. Look at that. Arete every day. Boom. Big love crew. Stay lit. Stay lit.